from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. This is National News for week commencing April 8, 2018. WIA QSL Bureau with John Siemens, VK3JLS, National and Inwards Manager. WIA Contest Committee appoints Alan, VK4SN, as a manager. WIA Merits Awards, last chance to nominate a fellow ham. And WIA Director, Marcus, VK5WTF, with this week's Board Talk. These stories and more in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. A PowerPoint presentation of the WIA QSL bureaus has been prepared and distributed to all state and territory QSL bureau managers. A great presentation for use at radio clubs to give a general outline of QSLing for new amateurs, as well as describing how the WIA bureaus operate, and outlining the recent policy changes introduced into WIA bureaus. John Siemens, VK3JLS, says this presentation is available from your Inwards QSL Bureau Manager. Now, the best link would be the one on the WIA website under the For Members section, WIA QSL Services. Remember, the QSL card is but the final piece of your on-air contact. And now, Alan, VK4SN, on behalf of the WIA Contest Committee. The March 2018 meeting of the WIA Board has just been finalised. At that meeting, the board accepted this committee's recommendations to conduct the Trans-Tasman Contest and the VK Shires Contest under the banner of the WIA. This change has immediate effect. Accordingly, I will move from Assistant Manager to Manager of the VK Trans-Tasman Contest now that Trent VK4TS has stood down. The VK Shires Contest desperately needs an individual or preferably a club to manage it. Management of this contest involves keeping up-to-date Shire records as well as ongoing liaison with software writers. If any individual or club is interested in managing the VK Shires contest, please send your expression of interest along with any relevant experience in this area to vk4sn at wia.org.au. And remember to check the contest pages for the latest updates and rules. Still looking at some operational housekeeping, the January-March period of the Ted Powell Memorial DX Challenge for 2018 has now closed and entries are open only till the 14th of April. The objective of the challenge is to work the most wanted DXCC entities based on their ranking in Club Log's Most Wanted list, which is published on the contest website. All Australian amateurs are eligible to enter and entering is easy. You don't even need to be a serious DXer. If you've worked any DX during January-March, head over to vk2au.org and submit your entry. This is a fun and relaxed challenge where you work DX in your own time over a three-month period. It's easy, and submitting an entry only takes a few minutes. The WIA Merit Award Program identifies and recognises outstanding achievement by hams in the field of amateur radio that furthers the science of radio and or service to the WIA. These awards play an important role in promoting excellence with nominations made by WIA members and then decided by the WIA board. WIA merit awards are not necessarily awarded each and every year. If a nomination is successful, these are usually announced at the WIA annual general meeting and, where possible, presented at that gathering of members. Remember, nominations close April 15. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print. 
when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au Across Australia from VK1 WIA you're tuned to the WIA National News Service Here from Adelaide, South Australia it is transmitted on VK5 RAD at 9am I'm Shirley, VK5YL Hello, this is VK5 WTF with this week's Board Talk Once upon a time there was no internet and amateur radio was the premier hobby if you wanted to communicate beyond the telephone or the CB radio. Then the internet came along, and communicating and coordinating seamlessly over vast distances was democratised. In the past decade or so, many of us in the hobby have decided to go with the flow and embrace the internet, and with the solar cycle bottoming out, it's sometimes the only way to keep up with others. In my last talk, I mentioned SSDV and its ability to leverage the ubiquity of the internet to assemble live images from many receivers out in the field. We also see our whisper reports delivered back to us via the internet. You can look at a spectrum chart thousands of kilometres away to see if your milliwatt-powered QRSS signal came through. And if you want to see what bands are open, you can jump on websites like PSK Reporter and see who can hear who. One of the other things you can do with the internet is create spontaneous online communities. All you need is a common interest. It could be a chat group to coordinate a few people making EME contacts in the middle of May, or a site like Contest Radar where everyone can post publicly where they will be, and then the contest software automatically downloads that database while you are connected and outportable. Do the communities around you not work for you? Seek out other communities on the internet. Reddit, for example, has a great amateur radio community, and the opt-in democratic voting system helps keep useful content at the top of the list. Google+, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, among others, have great communities as well. There are also still a lot of very active IRC channels out there, as well as Messenger, Discord, and others. And the number of narrow-topic groups IO mailing lists, and also the older Google and Yahoo groups, out there is astonishing. I also seem to remember seeing 25-plus-year-old amateur radio Usenet groups that are still active as well. Many of the online communities I am a member of, I have never had an on-air QSO with a single member. But when it comes to showing off what you have built, from taping a handheld to the dash, to a contest battle station, or a great technical achievement, you'll probably see me there with a like, an upvote, a plus one, or a share, or even a constructive comment. The point is, don't ever feel isolated. The internet is a very powerful communications tool. Embrace it to improve the hobby, but don't ignore its power to bring people together. And if you have an awesome online community, make sure you spread the word and don't wait for other people to find you. 73, this is VK5 WTF going clear. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. I'm Bruce Lees, VK3 F with international news thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate AR Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, Local News Services, VK2, 7, and the worldwide sources of the WIA, including VK2, FKND. Middle East. To save $9.5 million in 2019, the U.S. government's Arabic-language broadcaster Radio Sawa plans to restrict its FM and AM transmissions to Iraq. This will mean the end of Radio Sawa's radio service, AM and FM, to the rest of the Middle East. In addition, Radio Sawa's country-centric feeds for Egypt, the Gulf, 
Jordan, Lebanon, Mauritania, Morocco and Sudan will be terminated, both on air and online at www.radiosawa.com. Cuts to Radio Sawa are part of a bigger reduction for the Broadcasting Board of Governors in proposed federal budgets. Billing itself as America's Civilian International Media Agency, the BBG oversees the Voice of America, Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, Radio Free Asia, Alara TV and Radio Sawa under Middle East Broadcasting Networks, MBN and Radio and TV Marty. UK, IARU, Region 1 President Don Beattie, G3BJ, looks at the threat to the RF spectrum posed by pollution from wireless power transfer for electric vehicles equipment. WPT, EV, is the technology that will allow cars to be charged without the need for connecting leads. At present, it seems that there is a real prospect that these devices, destined to be installed in home garages, will obscure radio communications in the home environment. South African Radio League News report there are 10 major meteor showers with visible trails of 15 per hour or more starting in April and ending at the beginning of January next year. Many major meteor showers become visible weeks before their peak periods and then decline over the next few weeks, whereas some only appear a day or so before and after their peak periods. Minor meteor showers are around daily but peak in the early mornings, making possible digital contacts on 50, 70 and 144 MHz. There are currently 95 meteor showers, major and minor, present throughout the year. Our list is in our Eyes Only text edition, best read at wia.org.au. The ARRL reports the US communications regulator, FCC, seized transmission equipment from two pirate radio stations in Boston on March 26th. According to court documents, the seizures involved an illegal broadcaster that identified as Big City, on various FM channels from Dorchester, Massachusetts, with a studio in Roxbury, and Pirate B87.7 FM, which operated from Dorchester. Both unlicensed stations had been issued multiple warnings but continued to operate. Pursuant to federal forfeiture statutes, authorities seized equipment operated by each radio station. The forfeiture actions came in wake of complaints to the FCC, including one from a licensed broadcaster about interference, the FCC said. A global gathering of friends is in the works for April 18. N5PRE had the details for Amateur Radio Newsline about April 18, World Amateur Radio Day, marking that day when the International Amateur Radio Union was formed in Paris in 1925. There was, of course, no IRLP or Echo Link back then, but there's a group of relative newcomers operating on the Western Reflector, feeling just as festive over marking the occasion. The World Friendship Net will operate non-stop for 12 hours starting on 1600 UTC April 18 and for the first year will be using a special event called W2W. Those who participate will get a commemorative special event QSL.
What node? Node 9251 is located on the World Conference Server and part of the Nevada Amateur Radio Repeater Network. This is Bruce, VK3 FFF. Across Australia, across the world, from VK1 WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service in the Burdekin, Dalrymple and Hinterbrook districts, plus the city of Townsville. The WIA news transmission can be heard on the VK4 RAT VHF repeater from 9am local time every Sunday morning. On behalf of the Tark Inc. retransmit team, this is Lyndall, VK4 Zilla Mike. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. M Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4 FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. Looking to the end of the year from May. May 12 and 13, worldwide, Mills on the air. June 17, IAIE Region 3, 2018 QRP Day, Region 3. August 11, 12, VK Remembrance Day Contest. August 18, 19, Worldwide Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. October 6, Worldwide Oceania Dex Contest. Now in depth, what's on the rig in April? April 18, Worldwide World Amateur Radio Day, IARU. April 21, Worldwide International Marconi Day. April 25, VK ZL AMCW Franzac Day. April 28, 29, VK AMRO Weekend. April 18, the World Amateur Radio details we just heard in international news thanks to your cousin Brucey. Now let's take another look at International Marconi Day with Salbates in huge part the father of radio. Guglielmo Marconi played in the development of wireless. IMD is a 24-hour amateur radio event that is held annually to celebrate the birth of Marconi on the 25th of April 1874. In 2018 it will be held on the 21st of April. From 000 hours UTC to 2359 hours UTC. The purpose of the day is for amateur radio enthusiasts around the world to make contact with historic Marconi sites using communication techniques similar to those used by Marconi himself. This is not a contest, but awards are made to stations contacting a requisite number of registered awards stations. News from the Anzac Front. Radio amateurs remember. AMNCW on Anzac Day, 25th of April 2018. The traditional AMNCW event organised by Mike Ben J. Patterson, VK4MIK and the Tablelands Radio Group of Far North Queensland will again take to the air for the eighth year. It honours those modes used by service personnel in earlier wars. The event idea came from a telephone conversation between Mike and World War II Coast Watcher in Papua New Guinea, Lionel Veal. Lionel set up his ATR4A HF radio and orientated the antenna from behind enemy lines. Lionel was one of those brave coast watchers who sent back vital information. The concept developed by the Tablelands Radio Group in Far North Queensland basically asks us to consider changing modes on Anzac Day nets, as an honour and amateur radio salute to those who served or are serving. Now comes word to keep those films glowing, as at one minute past midnight with the doing of Saturday April the 28th, through to midnight Sunday April 29th, you are invited to be part of an inaugural event with the Australian Military Radio Operators Weekend. Tune in and work VK station using ex-military, naval and air force radio equipment from World War II through to Vietnam. You will hear them calling CQ Military Radio Weekend. And CW stations will be uniquely calling CQ MRWDE station call, so keep an ear out. AMRO will be looking to share the unique histories of their equipment and its service from across the decades during times of both conflict and peace. 
If you own some of this wonderful Valve equipment, then seek out the AMRO stations and give them a shout. Some AMRO stations will be mobile or set up in the field, whilst others may be home-based. For those of you who own and enjoy military communications receivers, please feel free to be part of the weekend using such equipment as VI, a volunteer interceptor. You can look up the role of the World War II volunteer interceptor on the interweb if you missed our story on last week's WIA National News. Your RBI role will be intercepting and logging as many of the AMRO stations as possible. VK4QS is your point man. You can email him on mikevk4qs at gmail.com. One contest worth naught but the paperwork to go is this year's John Moore Memorial Field Day. Dennis VK4 AE Contest Manager tells us that the logs have been arriving steadily and 140 logs have already been received which is many more than received at this point after the contest last year. Logs do not seem to have been delayed like last year and the direct email address seems to be working well. It is still highly recommended that once you have submitted your log, you should check that your call sign is added to the list of those logs already received. A couple of logs have been received as a PDF file, which is just an image and contains no accessible electronic data and hence the log is unusable. It is timely to remind you all that while there is still a little while left to submit your log, it will pass quickly and the final date is midnight, 25th of April 2018. So, in your club, do not just rely on Mr Somebody to get the club log done. Get in touch with him and ask him if he can give him a hand and get it finished and submitted. Following the closing date, all of the logs have to be processed and the results prepared and be made available soon after this. So check your log is on the list, If resend it if it's not. Thanks for listening. It might also be a good idea to submit your log now as you never know what can happen to you delay you in the next few days. Till next we see you in the contest, I'm Felix VK, 4FUQ Inningham. You are listening to the WIA broadcast, available as a podcast where all good podcasts can be found. And remember to share and leave a rating to help other people find it. This is WIA Director, VK5, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Ahoy, my lovelies, a parting we go. It's Intruder Watch, the enforcement zone. Francis Bofer, ZS4X, has notified the SARL that his old call sign, ZS6BUU, is being pirated using the FT8 mode. ICASA has confirmed that ZS6BUU has not been reassigned. Southgate News are also suggesting you don't waste your time working JX2018 Alpha, which is a pirate station just like years before. You may remember JX2017A and JX2016A. So from pirating to... Some more housekeeping and submitting news items. If you'd like to submit news items for inclusion in the VK1WIA broadcasts, email your item in text to nationalnews at wia.org.au and please don't just send URLs, links, etc., but take the time to pen your contribution. We would appreciate items certainly no longer than two minutes in length. As we only have a half-hour time slot window. Remember, the sooner you submit material, the more the likelihood of it being broadcast in the very next edition of WIA National News. 
Now, each item will only be broadcast once. If you want a couple of mentions, as we've said for nigh on 23 years, submit different slants to keep your event fresh. And also, if the newsroom is to read your item, write it in the third person. Who listens to radio? That go where you go medium called radio. Worldwide Special Interest Groups. Hello, I'm Brett, VK7FTAS, and it's first to ATV. The amateur radio slow-scan television system on the International Space Station is expected to be active mid-April on 145.800 MHz FM. The SSTV system, which uses the call sign RS01SS, is expected to be active April 11 to 14 worldwide to mark uh, Cosmonauts Day in Russia on the 12th of April. SSTV images will be transmitted in PD120 format. This event is dependent on other activities, schedules and crew responsibilities on the ISS and subject to change. Now, some big birthday plans in New York's Hudson Valley don't involve candles and cake, but you can expect perhaps a straight key or two, as we learn in this item from Amateur Radio Newsline. Mike Askins, KE5CXP, said the grand old man of radio Samuel Morse is turning 227 years of age this year. Well, okay, he was born April 27 in 1791, so he's long, long gone. But anyone who's ever known the thrill of CW knows his legacy is a big part of amateur radio life. The QSY Society in Poughkeepsie uh, in New York will mark his birthday by visiting the estate in their community that had been his home and will be giving a CW demonstration with real QSOs taking place. Now, if you can't get to New York, then work the special events station. Be listening for the call sign W2M in CW, of course. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Equisat is a one-U, one-unit, CubeSat under construction by an undergraduate student group at Brown University School of Engineering, Rhode Island, USA. Since its conception nearly seven years ago, a continuously revolving group of university undergraduates has been diligently working to send a satellite into space. Now, as May 9 draws closer, the group of over 200 past and current students and faculty are getting excited the Equisat will finally launch into orbit. Software-defined radio using MATLAB and Simulink and RTL-SDR. Learn how to receive and analyse wireless signals using rtl SDR, MATLAB, and Simulink, RTL, SDR. It's a popular low-cost form of hardware that can receive wireless signals. The RTL, SDR dongle features the Realtek RTL283TU chip, which can be used to acquire and sample RF signals transmitted in the frequency range 25 megs to 1.75 gigs. Details can be found on the text edition of this broadcast. Students from the Science, Technology, Engineering and Math or STEM Academy to be held at Goodwill Commons, Illinois, will learn about space and radio communications June 18 to 22nd. The students will build Raspberry Pi computers that stream live video from the ISS. Students will also participate in a high-altitude 
uh, balloon launch uh, by building the payload with student experiments and then use radio telemetry to track the balloon to near space. The thrusters aboard the Voyager 1 spacecraft have done what we thought was impossible. After 37 years of inactivity, NASA just received response from the spacecraft 20 billion kilometres away. The guys at NASA said they dug up decades-old data and examined the software that was coded in an outdated assembler language to make certain that they could safely test the thrusters. Now, the Voyager team can use a set of four backup thrusters dormant since 1980. Worldwide special interest groups, females in radio at Alara, the Australian Ladies AR Association. Their airnet is held each Monday on 3.570 megs, commencing at 10.30 UTC. An Alara lady that really needs no introduction this week, particularly to long-time listeners and readers of this WIA news service, to Q News and to local ABC Radio Queensland. For our newbies, it's to VK2KMI. Special interest groups, YLs around the world. We're a little closer to home this week, introducing VK4SWE. You might say Lynn Battle has radio in her blood. She was born in Ireland on the site of the Mallonhead Wireless Station Echo Juliet Mike. Her father was a wireless operator. She now lives on Swears Island in the Gulf of Carpentaria, where she has been since 1987 with her husband Tex, where they operate a small fishing lodge. Swears Island is the most southeasterly of the South Wellesley Group in the Gulf of Carpentaria, IOTA OC227. It measures about 7 kilometres by 2 kilometres and is otherwise uninhabited. The island is classified dry tropics with nice winter temperatures about 25 degrees C and hot humid summers of about 35 degrees C. It's also prone to cyclone activity, so antennas are sometimes lowered around Christmas. Lynn is interested in CW and often participates in the annual K3Y event. She's also interested in DX and Islands on the Air and is a member of Alara. Lynn's QTH recently became part of the Mornington Shire, so she likes to participate in the Shire's Award as well. Lynn's interest apart from ham radio includes scuba diving, photography, travel writing and cooking. You may well find her on the worldwide recipe swapping net on 20 meters, 14.183 megahertz, 0630 UTC Mondays. I'm Kimberly Olson, VK2KMI for the WIA National News. From Swears Island to Cape Verde Island, it's WW Special Interest Group's IOTA. Mike CTU1UA is active as D41A from Cape Verde Islands until the 9th of April. Activity will be mainly on CW and QSL to his home call sign, which is CT1TUA. IOTA reference is AF-086. You know, it's over 20 years since IOTA reference QC, rather OC265 has been activated. The good news is that Andy, VK5MAV, will be QRV from Cato Reef, signing VK5MAV-9 from the 9th to the 18th of April. India is to employ long-wave radio technology. Two towers at about three times the height of the Rest Point Casino in Hobart, yet only half the size of Australia's tallest man-made structure, the Omega Tower, which once stood in Gippsland, are likely to be erected as an un- as yet undecided location in the country for disseminating Indian Standard Time. 
In an effort to keep Indian time accurate, these towers, some 220 metres tall, will transmit to microchips embedded into everything from wall clocks to servers. Long-range radio waves from the towers can be reliably transmitted even during major disasters. No more excuses for that late-for-everything member of the household now. This is Brett, VK7 FTAS in Hobart. Alrighty, let's check the dance ticket. It's time on the social scene to check this weekend. April 7 and 8 in VK3 and Tenapalooza. April 8 in VK3, the opening of Never Radio Club's club room at 25 Silver Drive, West Wodonga. Next weekend in VK1, it's QRP by the Lake, April 14. April 22 in VK6, Hills Amateur Radio Group's Hagfest Swap Meet, Tentel 2. April 22 in VK5, South Coast Amateur Radio Club's annual Buy, Sell and Swap Day, Tentel 3. May 4-7 to 7 in VK4, the Clearview Gathering. May 12 in VK3, Moorabbin District Radio Club's Hamfest. May 18-20, to 20, across VK but held on the Gold Coast, WIA Radio and Electronics Convention and AGM. June 9 and 10 in VK5, the 2018 Southeast Radio Groups Convention and the Australian Fox Hunting Championship. June 9 and 10 in VK2, Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day Weekend. And July 7 and 8 in VK3, Gippstech 2018. This is the 21st annual Gippsland Technical Conference. While August 4 in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest. Bruno from the Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club tells us their Hamfest, which is shashaying off at a 10am August 4 start, is their annual Hamfest, featuring the sale of new and used radio and electronic equipment and parts to the public. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.